there was a storm. It was an accident. We had an accident. And we got stuck. We couldn't get out. We couldn't get out because of the storm. And then their bodies, they disappeared. There's nobody in there. That's not possible. I saw it happen. We all saw it happen. This doesn't make any sense. Welcome to the Hidden Gems Podcast, where we uh, talk about movies you probably haven't even seen. Uh, this is episode number five, and the movie we're going to talk about today is called the movie called Identity, starring John Cusack, Ray Liotta, Amanda Peet, Alfred Molina, whole bunch of people in this movie. So, Ryan, what do we got in this movie over here? Well, Ed, I just got to say this is one I've been looking very forward to discussing, because I think out of the five films so far... This is definitely, this might be my favorite one of the five, Ed. And not only is it my favorite one of the five, but I am enjoying a nice beverage during this one, Ed. <laughs> just, <laughs> just to let you know, this is Peter's Brand Classics, a Dutch-style Pilsner, which I highly recommend. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is going to be a fun podcast. There you go. But on to identity, yeah. Um, well, I got that this was in 2003, and it made $90 million. Ed globally and about 50 in the 50s uh, in the US box office and you know so it, I was kind of borderline wanting to talk about this one or not because I thought 90 million I don't know if that's a hidden gem but when I do ask people about this movie a lot of people haven't seen it you know I said oh watch this movie watch this movie and they're, they're all oh I, I haven't seen that one so I thought that this would work um, so that's kind of why I wanted to talk about this one I think it does work even though it made a decent amount but yeah 90 million and then that cast you just said yeah no i i like this pick when you recommended this movie to me i am you know let's go on the record i don't like john cusack yes i don't like him <laughs> uh he did a movie uh what, what has he done he's done pretty in pink and uh edgar well poe was poe like the movie on edgar Allan poe right yeah yeah and, and i'm that. named after edgar Allan poe yeah i was looking forward to the movie and i saw john cusack i'm like shit <laughs> i don't like this guy yeah i you know i don't this might be the, I think the only movie or experience I had with John Cusack up to seeing this movie, I saw Con Air you oh, know, yeah. in the late 90s, and you know he was kind of a support guy, and I thought he was fine, but I never saw him in those um, younger roles that kind of made him famous originally, Yeah, uh, those 80s movies, so I didn't really know much about him. Yeah, I think that's the only reason why I probably don't like him, because I, I just imagine him as this, the characters that he played during the 80s, which is kind of annoying. But uh, I will say, you know, um, this was the litmus of, of this movie. If I like this movie with him in it, it is a pretty good movie. And I will say this was an excellent, excellent movie to, to watch. Super, super enjoyable. Anytime Ray Liotta is in a movie as like a support guy and this type of role as the crazy guy, that's like a stamp of approval for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, let's talk a little bit about... Um, the behind the scenes of the movie itself. We got James Mangold directing this movie and it's just really interesting when we're looking up um, the things that he's done. Wow. Pretty yeah. diverse. Yeah, you know, James Mangold and I knew a couple of the movies that he did just off the top of my head. I already knew some of the stuff he did, but it was actually after I did it. Like, I loved 310 to Yuma that he did. I loved the new Wolverine, the one that took place in Japan with Hugh Jackman. I loved that one. Um, and then this one. So, there was... Some that I already knew that he did that I really liked. His two prior to this one, though, were Girl Interrupted. That had a lot of acclaim, but I never saw that. Did you see that one, Ed? I did. I did, actually. <laughs> Just not too long ago, like a week ago, I watched it. And, and Copland, 
fantastic movie. Yeah, Copland, you know, that is a very popular movie. You know, that's funny that you say that. I mean, for me, I, that one's going to have to be on my rewatch list because mm-hmm. to me, that one, I mean, it was mediocre for me. I remember the cast was great and it was kind of gritty, but I'd have to rewatch it. Yeah, yeah, that was a great movie. Yeah, but when you look, look, when you look at his his list of movies, very diverse. I know he's not one of those guys that caught me off guard too, because he he's not just in the horror genre, just in the action or comedy. He has like a bunch of them that are yeah widely diverse, every genre, right? He even had that night and day one with Tom Cruise. Yeah, which yeah. was a bomb, but that was like yeah. a, a comedy, right? Or sure. Yeah. yeah, garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So let, let's talk about the movie itself. Um, kind of starts off pretty neat. You 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 are introduced to Alfred Molina, who is uh, um, what a psychotherapist, I guess is what he is. Yeah, exactly. Right? And uh, and he, I guess they're trying to reopen this case because someone's going to be murdered, right? They're going to kill him, right? He's going to be executed. He's going to be executed. Yeah, yeah. And apparently they find some sort of evidence that says, hey, we got something here. You know, we need to uh, relook at this case again to avoid this execution and stuff. And then, then the movie starts, right? Yeah. And I, Ed, to chime in on that, that you were talking about the opening scene, I loved after that scene, you know, when they get all... Uh, you know, when they move away from the main story of the serial killer character there, Malcolm Rivers, whatever it was, right. when they're reopening his case. I love the scene where the people are first converging onto this hotel together. Yeah. You know, I love the atmosphere. It's like the dark and rainy and they're, you know, they can't leave. All the roads are blocked right. because of the rain. I love that type of atmosphere. And then I love that shot. I like, I love Pulp Fiction and I really liked one called Memento. And there might have even been a couple others, but that feature they use of where the opening scene happens and then they go back and tell you how they got to the opening scene. Yeah. Because yeah. if you'll recall, the guy comes rushing into the hotel with his wife that had been hit and he says, oh, she just has been hit or whatever. And then they go back again and show you how all those events transpired. You know, I thought that how that that sucked you like right into the movie right away. That was a pretty cool device uh, to do that. And and that was their way of introducing every single character in the movie right. and how they kind of all tie in together. Yes. Yeah, I agree. It introduced them of why they came to the hotel. Right. Right. Piece uh, by piece. Yeah. Right. Piece by piece. One had been hit. Uh, the other one... Um, was uh, transporting a criminal. The cop was transporting a criminal. Then he can't get past because of the flood. Right, and right. And what else uh, do we have? Uh, well, um, John, yeah, John Cusack's character, uh, the hit. Oh, he right? was the one that actually hit the person, right? So he's stuck with them. Right. Yeah, I love that device, how it shows how all these characters, why they have to go to the hotel. Sure. It almost, it seems like everything was happening all at once. Yeah. So, uh, that was pretty neat. That was pretty neat. Um, so they almost had... Right off the bat, that was another thing that kind of sucked me in that I thought, oh, this is interesting. You didn't really know what was going on, but they almost had like the two different storylines because they start off with this guy that it seems like the main thing is about this serial killer that's, you know, trying to get his case open. And then now we have these guys with the tragedy coming to the hotel. So there's almost like two storylines going at once. Right. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah. That was pretty Uh, neat. Um, In that scene, I wanted to talk about where uh, we're introduced to the two to the young boy and so all these characters here are, are uh, really integral to this plot so there's you know it's it's I feel bad ruining this movie if you haven't heard, seen this movie yeah you know 
but too bad. Yeah, so. <laughs> yes, too bad. This is a, your spoiler alert, people. If you have not seen it, yeah, you could exit now. If you've yeah. seen it, then we could listen to what Ed has to say. Ed. All right, I think I'll wait till the very end to get back to the, this uh, particular scene. Ed, you so, already gave him fair warning. Yeah, then, I did. You know, yeah. I did. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> come on now. All right, so. Um, where are we? Yeah, so the movie goes along, and, and apparently, as people start to congregate at the motel, one by one, piece by piece, they're all there by chance, I guess, because of the flood. They couldn't leave the area, and there's really no place to go. So you get this feeling of isolation. Yeah, right? yeah. And uh, and I think um, another thing I, I felt with this movie, with the rain, you just felt isolated. Like, the rain just kept this, it had this claustrophobic feeling when I was watching this flick. You know, like motel, couldn't see to the left, couldn't see to the right. You just felt like you couldn't go anywhere. Right. Right. And he right. said, uh, oh, if you go east, there's a flood. You go west, there's a flood. You just felt, he created this 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 really tight, contained uh, scenario, which I, like, as you know the punch on the movie, it makes sense. Right. Because this is all happening, here's a spoiler, this is all happening in someone's head. Yeah. Right? That's, that's the killer part, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that but, was pretty neat. But you know, this... This formula of people being stuck and they can't escape from a certain spot, you know, and they're stuck together and then people start disappearing or whatever and they start suspecting each other. That's been used in a million movies before, though, right? Right, right. You know, but for some reason this one, just the creepiness of it, the mystery of what happens later with the bodies disappearing and all that, which we'll go into later, like... It just worked for this one, did it not? Just the set, it just worked. It worked, it worked. I would say, um, you know, first time watching it, three quarters away, I, I think I even texted Ryan like, what kind of movie is this? Because, <laughs> you know, you know, like any whodunit, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to play the role of detective, right? Yeah. What are the clues are they leave, leaving behind? Are there some little subtle things that you should be, you know, looking out for? And uh, so you're trying to peg every single person. Did this person do it? Did, you know, did you ever know, tell me honestly, did you ever know the whole movie, like, who was killing off people? No, no. not at all. Did no. you suspect anyone? Who oh, did you think? I, I suspected everybody. You suspected uh, okay, everybody? Okay, you know, yeah. I, I suspected, um, you know, as Ray Liotis being that he's the, he's transporting a prisoner. You thought it was a prisoner that escaped maybe at first or no? No, I, right off the bat I thought it was Ray Liotta because he always plays a creepy guy. Oh, so, you, okay, so you yeah. thought he was the the villain of the movie basically definitely he, he was the guy wiping people out absolutely something. yeah and, and everyone else i really couldn't say like even the the so-called manager of the, of the motel i mean he could have been but i really didn't think anything of it even the prisoner even the prisoner himself you know uh, like i guess they're supposed to pretend that's what it is but i never really felt that, that it was going to be him yeah you know yeah. but uh, man, yeah you're right it's one of those movies where yeah, everyone's a suspect, kind of. Kind you of. Know, really, yeah. kind of. Yeah. And then, yeah, I, I didn't know what to think of that. Yeah, that the, the, that's. I guess that's a sign of a good one. You know, you're constantly thinking, and this one had me thinking the whole way through. Exactly, constantly thinking, and there are even parts where. Um... And this this podcast is much more interesting with this nice beverage, I must say. Yeah, <laughs> feels nice. Uh, I um I lost my train of thought, you jerk. Um, oh, sorry. Oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I think what really sold it. For me in the movie, in the sense of wondering who done it was, even really out his character, it just seemed just a surprise as to what was going on. And then and then they, they kinda alluded to that 
you know something about like this Indian burial ground and stuff. And then I was thinking, is this a like a supernatural kind of movie? And I was gonna, I was like, oh come on, this is just like yeah. the gift, then you know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, when I first, okay, first I thought it was not as. Oh, getting back to that point, there was a point where I started thinking it was supernatural too, and I'll tell you when that was in a second. But at first I thought it was gonna be your. That's what made it good, too, because at first I thought it was your basic slasher movie. Yes. With the keys. Yes. This killer was wiping out people, then giving them the key of, like, the order, or the order. It was a countdown. Were... Okay. It was a countdown. Was... Yeah. That was the thing that threw me. Because at first, what made me think it was just some slasher movie is because I thought the keys, how, at the beginning, was going to be what they originally thought. I thought he was going to kill them according to what room number they were in next. I gotcha. Right? right. And it made you think that. Yeah. It made you think, hey, whoever's in room 10 is going, then... Then whoever's in room nine is getting it, and then right. eight, and so on, and so on, and so on. Yes. You know, but it turns out, you know, before the, we don't know till the big reveal, but it's basically a countdown, like you said, right, of him just getting rid of these. One by one. Identities. Right. Of himself. Right. Right. But it's a great, that's, that's a great thing to do, because as you have a countdown, it builds suspense. Right. right? Yeah. Like, who's next? They're down to. Four. Right, which which one of these characters that you now know in the movie and are following is going to be the one of his? Yeah, it actually made me think. End, I right? was trying to think. Well, who got what room number? Is this going to be the next person that's going to die? Right. That's what I kept thinking about uh, originally. But yeah, then, yeah. But then I think there was a point in the movie where that happens, and he says, "Oh no, my room was this." So then that that threw that askew. Right. You know. But yeah. So I I just love the thing once they started introducing the keys. You know that that was interesting. Yeah, that that was good. I, I like it. Like I said, the 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 again, it's like I feel like I'm ruining this this movie, but the, the punchline was was fantastic. Right? Yeah, the, yeah, the punchline was great. But talk about that that keys too. When, like, and you were saying supernatural. When did you think it was going supernatural? Because I kind of had that feeling too. I, I think I it, when um, doors were closing by themselves. Um, it just seemed like mine was when they went back to these people that were already dead and their bodies were no longer there. They were like gone. Actually, I was actually thinking before that. You were thinking before that when the prisoner left and he bounced back to the to the motel again. Like he, he's like he escaped. He's running out, and all of a sudden he's back to where he started. Yes, from. and that's what I was thinking. You, Wait, you thought it was like one of those like time loop things? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking out, like right? Children of the Corn. You guys, like, every time, no matter they turn, they always wind up back where they started from. To, yeah. Yeah, and that's that, what I was thinking, yeah, Supernatural. Yes, yes. Yeah, that was the first clue. And then afterwards, again, like what I say, when the body started disappearing, there's that yeah. that one girl makes some comment, like, there's, she says, that's impossible. We saw what happened, you know. Actually, I think you include that in the trailer. And then that one girl says, well, that couldn't have happened from anything, you know, human or something like that. Right. Once she said that line, anything human, I was all... Oh man, this is totally going the supernatural like route. You know? Right, right. Yeah. So, I think what got me was yeah. So eventually, then they go back to that that side plot, right? They go back to the judge and whatnot, and they, and then you know they say, oh well, the prisoner's here, and, and that's when I was like, what? And they really did a good job, you know. That he's getting out of the elevator. They're pulling him out backwards. You really can't see it to the very very last second, and it's this dude. It is the actual prisoner right? right and so yeah that's the prisoner. right and that was that's the punch and i was like whoa now i'm really confused well, what is going on well that that's the part that threw me for a loop too i remember seeing this in the theater ed and the part that threw me was when you know john cusack is sitting at the table with all the guys he's sitting at the table with all the guys and then he looks in the mirror and it's the the prisoner's face yes and then i was like what is going on <laughs> <laughs> so I, I i was telling ryan earlier i think that's the that the one moment i actually 
what I thought John Cusack did a great job. <laughs> he did. He just looked startled. He looked startled. Yeah. He looked startled. He's like, that is not my face. Yeah, That's and, not my face. And he, he sold it to me, and yeah. I was like, all right, this guy can actually act. So... Uh, kudos to him. Yeah, uh, I forgive him for all these terrible <laughs> movies he's done. So, but that passes. that moment was was all right. Watching that scene, yeah, it, it's like I became more involved, more intrigued. Not like before, I was trying to figure out who done it. Now I'm really trying to figure out how this is the all biggest tied biggest trippy scene of the movie, right? Like oh, probably yeah. probably the best like shock scene of the movie. Do you not think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, where yeah, you're like yeah. that threw you like what the heck is going on? Yeah, and and then and then I was invested again. Yeah. Right. So it was, it was I was pulled in the beginning and I was I'm I'm really sucked in now to try and figure out how is this all tied together, which is really cool. Yeah, John Cusack, you're right. He just he nailed that part. Uh that was another thing I loved about this movie, the performances, you know, like I love John Cusack and I love Ray Liotta's like as, you know, the crazy bad guy. He just nailed it too like Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. part where he says Oh, if you leave, I'm gonna shoot you. If this guy tries to leave, I'm gonna shoot him. <laughs> you know, when we're trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Man, he, he's a he's a great actor. Like we were talking about this earlier. I, I felt every time he was in the scene, he just has some sort of a movie charisma. You know, there's just something about him that's just so intriguing. His voice, his attitude. Yeah. He's just such a badass. Yeah, getting getting just on him. You know, yeah. uh, since he was a major part of the movie. You know. I agree with you. I love Ray Liotta, and like some of the stuff he's in is good. But he's one of those guys. Like I said, he's the stamp of approval. He has this charisma. I always thought he was going to be slightly bigger than he became, though. Did you? Like I remember when I first saw him as like shoeless Joe Jackson in that Kevin Costner movie, the baseball right. one. I was all, this guy's yeah. going to be like a, a future like box office king, and I I, sure. I don't know why he didn't become that. But that's a topic for you know. Day. I think. Uh... No, let's let's jump on this one. <laughs> when, I, when I, you know, my introduction to him was Goodfellas, right? Goodfellas, uh, yeah. Right, and so I, I think from that movie, he was just typecast from there to be, like, the, a, yeah, like a mafia hitman bad guy. Because every time I see him, that's all I portray him you as only in my think head. Of yeah, because after that, I, mean, I don't know what else he's and, done. And, and, he, and his face, right? He has like, the, he has kind of like pock marks in his sure, face. He kind of sure. looks like a mafioso type of guy yeah, yeah yeah but he let me tell you he like in this movie he just he steals a scene it's, it's his voice is his, his demeanor uh it's like he doesn't even try to act he just does a good job acting or something oh he was easily the the coolest character in the movie i, I loved his reveal too how you know that he's the a prisoner himself that was yeah a cool reveal yeah that was pretty cool that was pretty cool yeah um i just yeah i captured it perfectly but getting back to after the Cusack reveal there, you know, um, I love it how after that scene, that's the big reveal. So that's, that's kind of the ultimate thing of the movie, you know, the big twist, but yet we go, we still have more of the movie left where we go back to the hotel for the resolution of the film. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And you know, uh, and I think that's what I really liked about this movie, even though the punchline, you know, was towards the end. There's still a lot of movie left. There's still a lot of explanation to go on. Right. You know? So like, so we know these. This guy has these multiple identities, but we need to go back because there's like three or four characters still remaining. Sure. And we need to find out which one he still really sure. is. Sure. There's a whole bunch of explanations still that that you you just don't know that that I I, I wanted to figure out because I you know for, for the first time watching it. I was just confused. Like, wait a minute. So this motel thing didn't exist. You know, it was it was a lot of backtracking. Yes. That that in, in my mind. And so, so this was taking place in his head. 
you know? Yeah, and, that, and, that's the big, yeah, trip. You're right. Right, yeah. So th- that was pretty neat. Oh, so based upon that, I got some questions for you. Okay. You ready? Yes. All right. So <laughs> all the characters' names had, like, their name was referring to a state. Yeah. Right? What, what the hell did that yeah. mean? Oh, I thought you had the answer. No! <laughs> like, I, I, well, maybe you can enlighten me. I, I wrote that off, off as almost, like, insignificant. I, for some reason, that that never, like, caught on. Even when they were explaining in the movie, like... Why right. was that what it was? Well, I, I don't know. I failed the question, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Like, if anyone can figure that one out. I Like, you know, they're, they're going through, like, the names. And I remember uh, John Cusack's character is going through everyone's driver's license. And he's reading it. And there are states and names. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But... I couldn't understand what was the point of that. Were they all on the same birthday or something like that? They all had the same birthday. They right? all had the same birthday. I, May I was, 10th. I was reading that as in vaguely, but I was thinking I was off shooting. When it got tied up at the end of the movie, I was reading like they were all the same birthday, that maybe it was all like the same person. That's that's what I got out of that. That's movie. what you got out of yeah, too, right? Yeah, that, when they're all saying May 10th, that is everyone's birthday. Because it's the same person. It's uh, right. We're just ultimately talking about the guy that's on death row or whatever. Right. Yeah, oh, maybe the state's names was maybe places he's murdered. Yeah. I yeah that that was I as I recall very fuzzy. I don't even know if it gave a full explanation that if it, if they did I did not catch it. Someone let me know. Yeah. But, we have to watch the direct, yeah. <laughs> director's cut. Oh yeah, there is a director's cut on that DVD. Huh? Is there a director's cut of there, identity? There is. Uh, we'll make a direct, uh, like you know the directors kind of talk in the background and stuff. Oh, we should get into that. That's not director's cut, man. That that's like it. director's commentary. Okay, commentary. Cut is a completely added right, footage. I'm gonna turn off the mic. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, all right. That, that, I was kind of curious about that one. Yeah. That, so you interpreted the same way, right? All the same date because yeah. basically they're all the, they're all coming from one guy. It's what one guy we're talking about, really. Right. Right. Yeah. And uh, and like I said, uh, even though you got the big reveal, there's a there's still a lot of movie left, and still, still, you're still thinking because they talk about. Um, Alfred Molina's character is saying that they're trying to do this this technique of of trying to save him from getting executed by uh, saying that well he didn't uh, kill him it's his personality is the murderer like he was totally a different guy altogether right, right. Yeah. and the gist of this all was to try to eliminate the murderer personality and right. then I'm still thinking it's still Ray Liotta right right yeah of course yeah so but it turns out it's not well, the the thing is, you know, at the end, there's Ray Liotta and John Cusack and Amanda Peet's character, the three, and men. the manager, he's left at the end. The manager? No, he's he's briefly, a... briefly. Oh, oh, he yeah. is. Okay, yeah. he's he's briefly. he's left at the end. Then Ray Liotta's character shoots him. So mm-hmm. now he's out. So now they're, we're down to the three, which you know are pretty right. much the main three stars of the movie. Right. And then you know Cusack. And Ray Liotta, they kill each other. So now we're down to just Amanda Peet. So, and she's, of course, you know, the, well, she's not necessarily good, but she's the girl of the story. You think, hey, he's eliminated all these characters. This is the only one that's left. Right. She's the good person. He is, whatever, cured, right? He's wiped. The killer of him, this main character, right. or the serial killer, does no longer exist. Yeah. And I loved how after, Ed, tell me if you noticed this. <laughs> I love this part of the movie where after they wipe out all the, the identities and you know they think he's cured it's only him left i love the part where they're transporting this guy oh even before that before that oh okay oh tell me something before before that okay tell me something so, before uh, amanda Pete's character is in florida 
In the Orange Grove. No, 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 no. That was, that's the last scene of the movie. Is it? Yes. That's the last scene. No, no, no. That actually, actually happens at the same time. Okay, well, Because he's actually in torment at that moment. Yeah. That, yes. Okay, all right, but, all right. I, but I'm talking about even before that. I'm talking before that. Right. I'm talking about, I love when they're transporting him originally, and he, he's in the back, and Amanda Peet at the same time is driving to that Orange Grove. She's, she's singing this song. Saying like you know, uh, I love you, I love you, whatever she's singing, and he's singing the same thing. Right. Yeah. Meaning, I interpret it like, meaning she's singing that song, he's singing that song. That's one they're, personality. They're, they're that's right. They're the same person. Right. They're actually it's really him singing it. Right. We see her singing it. So that's yeah. the only one that's left. I love that flair that they added there. That was pretty cool. I thought that that was a clear sign of like. This is all that's left is her. You know, that that is now him. His right. Yeah. But it wasn't. Yeah. Right. That, well, then we get to that. That's the ring kicker at the end. Yes. But I loved, how, I just loved how the camera filmed her and then in her car, then it kind of panned to him in the back of his car and they're both singing the same thing. Right. And I loved how they alluded yes. to that. Yes. That was just, I thought that part was just brilliant. That was cool. That was cool. Very, yeah. very nice. I, I, I like that. Yeah. So and what were you saying about at the end then? Yeah, so the orange grove, she's she's there. You think she made it, right? Right. She she's safe and sound. And this is the good one left. The good this person. Is the good one left. And then she's digging through the dirt and she picks up her effing key. Her right? key. And she's it's like, down to one. It's down to one. It's down to one. And it's that little boy Timmy, I think his name yeah. was, right? With I don't know what the hell he was holding, like a backhoe or something. I think it was a backhoe. <laughs> was it backhoe? It was right? a backhoe. And then, and then at the same time, right in in the real world. Right, I, I think uh, he he's saying something. It makes Alfred Molina like open the the little thing, and and that's when he strangles him. Well, because then again, kind of like the Amanda Pete and him singing that song. The kid says the same thing that the killer says mm. in the back of the van. Right? right, right. Yeah, they say the same thing at the same exact moment, and then he strikes her down. Right. You know that was cool. And then yeah, then the big reveal at the end. Okay, that's the, the well, that's the end of it. So you know. You know the killer is still in him. He's he's yes. he's still a killer. He's, yes, he's, he's still the killer. He's still the killer. That's right. He's yes. still bad. Whatever <laughs> they try to do, it was yes. a fail. And he's free because he's, the, the cop, well, well, car blew up. Or whatever, right, he killed. He got out. He killed the two guys in the front. Right, right. it crashes yeah. on the side of the road. Yeah, so he's still out there, everybody. <laughs> and then, but the big kick I loved again. They threw that whatever you want to call it symbolism in there at the end. They say this poem at the end. Oh, yeah. It says. You know, I met met a man who wasn't yes, there. Yes. You know, I was going up the stair. I met a man who wasn't there. there. Yeah. He wasn't there again today. I wish he'd go away. I wish he'd go away. And oh. then, do you remember at the beginning of the movie, the the, the very opening scene, the psychiatrist Alfred Molina's character That's says, right. "Where did you learn that?" That's right. He yes. says, that, "He says, do you remember what he says to him?" He says, "That was a poem I I had made up when I was a little boy, yes. a, li a little kid." Yes. And then you hear the kid's voice. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear the kid? <laughs> <laughs> you hear the kid's voice at the end. The, the one saying that poem at the end is actually the kid's voice. Now it's not the serial killers, you know, that was nice. Meaning his, yes. the, the voice, uh, you know what I mean? The voice, yes. the guy, the identity that survived was the killer that, you know, wrote that poem at the beginning. And just, Hey, and the, the movie worked perfectly. <laughs> I, I don't have anything more to say about it. It worked perfectly. Everything about it was perfectly done. And Ed, let me tell you this right now. Just as I recommended this flick to you, because I think you had not, you had said you had not seen it. I had. Yeah. When somebody asks me that, like, oh, what, you know, what's a good thriller movie or something, you know, that you've seen lately? 
I won't even say a movie that I've even seen lately. I'll say, well, you know, have 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 you seen Identity? Because that's yeah. one of my more favorite mystery thriller whodunits, and it, it just everything about it. I loved it. It worked. Yeah, throws you off. It, it, it was a great flake. It's it's one of those movies where every bit and piece, you know, even watching it for a second time. Believe it or not, like for example, we did the gift last the last podcast. If you were able to hear it, right? Right. <laughs> right. Hey, hopefully right. this is coming through, and you will enjoy this from now on. Because now we have we have volume. Soft. We have a nice mic, right? So, um, like the gift was, it's one of those movies like any Who Done It, even like movies like The Sixth Sense. When you know the punchline, it's the second movie. Eh, you know, not too bad, right? Right. Because right. you know, you know the ending. Uh, this particular one, going back. Man, these little subtle things, it was just more enjoyable the second time around. It was it was pretty neat to watching it a second time. I liked it. You know, like the little, n- knowing what I was watching again it's, is happening in his head yeah. was pretty neat. It, it was a different perspective than versus starting the movie thinking, all right, this is a whodunit, who's the killer, blah, now, blah, blah. Now, do you recall saying that just that analysis that you just gave watching it a second time and you kind of watched them semi-close together... Did it give anything away that it was all happening in his head, or did it no, not? I not at all. Not at all. It didn't. Really. No. It, was it, was it, there any clue in the movie? Because that I'm kind of fuzzy on. They're really small clues, but not enough to give away the big reveal at the end. And, and, and I'm talking like the very, very beginning when you're talking about the the, the tape sessions, the audio sessions with with Alfred character. Even like pictures that the flash on the screen. It's it's super brief. You know, he, there's a picture of of little Timmy as a boy, and then. It's like stick figures of like, oh. like nine other people, and there's a bunch of them on the same. There's a bunch drawing. of right, yeah, and so yeah. knowing now what I know about the movie, I was like, oh, well, those are his person. He, he's drawing the personalities in his head, right? Uh, so those little subtle things, but it, no way near enough to to reveal yeah, the big ending at the end. Because that's before the story even takes place, so you wouldn't even know what the heck that is when right. you first see that, right? Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. So I mean, other than that, I really don't think knowing the the punchline, you would know, or even allude to. That Malcolm Rivers is is the real crazy guy, so anyway. yeah, 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 no, yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I never picked up on anything either. Like I said, and it, it, it just it still holds up. Uh, you know, even today, this movie's now thirteen years old, and it you know it's not one that relies on effects or anything like that. And sure, it just it, it it holds up just as well as it did when yeah, it came it, out. Yeah, it, it I mean, the only thing I would say would be dated with the use. You know, like you know, everyone has a cell phone nowadays. Where in the beginning of the movie, I was like, well, I don't have a cell phone, I don't have a battery, you know. But but that that's like that's super super minor, you know. Yeah. Super minor. Right. But right. Good good flick nonetheless. You know, I, I just, you know, uh, John Cusack, like I, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, I'm not a fan of his, but I, I just like in this movie how, um, Malcolm, you know, the, the prisoner, or whatever the not the, the killer, the, the killer yeah. uses. Ed, I think that was his name in the movie. Right? John Cusack's here was Ed. Ed. Yeah. He was using him as a vehicle to confront all the different characters in the movie. So I, I kind of like that. It, it, it gave a different perspective on on uh, John Cusack as the actor and using him. You know, again, watching for a second time, that's yeah. what he's using. He's using Ed's character to confront everybody because he's the good guy. Uh, he right? was a good guy, right? He's the good he, guy. He's a good yeah. But you know, I'm not a psychologist, so maybe we shouldn't even talk about this on the podcast, you know, because this is yeah. not in our, our realm. Not but qualified. like, yeah, we're not qualified. <laughs> but is that, you know, 
if you have multiple personalities, can they ever meet up and talk with each other? That's that's the question. I mean, that's we need to call in the professional. I guess we need to call. Yeah, we need someone to, to yeah. chime in on Facebook. Yeah. at the Hidden Gems <laughs> Facebook dot com or however you also say. But yeah, yeah it, it is really interesting to know. Um, you know, I've had like working in the field that we're in. I, I mean, nothing close to this, but you know, patients with uh, schizophrenia. It's 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 really different. It's 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 a, it's an odd thing to confront if you're not used to to seeing something like that, where you know you can be talking to someone, and they'll turn around and talk to someone that isn't even there, but they are totally convinced that someone's there. Okay, I've seen know? something like that before too, where they're you know, yeah, exactly, yelling at something or think something's there and it's not there. Sure. But I've never seen people changing their voice and character back and forth. Right, that'd be interesting to have a psychologist like talk about that before. Yeah, that, that was for yeah. Show. What do you call it? multiple personality syndrome? Right, which is, is what it was. Yeah, kind of what this movie was about, I guess. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But so and so, like I said, th this is a movie that I recommend as a thriller, as a murder mystery, suspense type of film for that genre of film. Could you could you pick out any other movies that maybe you liked? More than identity, or what? Where does identity to you like rank in that category of film? Identity is is unique because it starts off as a whodunit, but it's not really a who. Well, I guess it kind of is a whodunit. I mean, it is, but it isn't a whodunit kind of thing. Where again, like something like The Gift or any uh, or any other um, whodunit kind of movie, there is you know who the bad guy is, who's the guy, figure it out. And this one was just the the twist was so strong that it just it distanced itself of who done it. But even even at the big reveal, I'm still thinking it's Ray Liotta, and it, it, it's not till the very very end you realize, no, it's not him. It's Timmy, the little kid, right? Yeah. So uh, in regards to like who done it movies, this is. In the class by itself, because is it supernatural? Yeah, kind of, yeah, sort of, but not really. You were just going where I was saying, yeah, because that's what I liked about it, because, you know, at first I thought it was pure slasher. Then I thought it was, like, going the supernatural route with, like, spirits or ghosts or whatever you wanted to say. Right. And then I thought it was, then with the reveal with Cusack and the guy's other face in the mirror, I was all, oh, now I really don't know what even the heck to think anymore at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it just, it just totally worked, you know? Yeah. So this is, this is a, a, a great, great movie. It, it is, is it tough to find? I mean, I'm sure it's out there if you really look for it. You know, yeah, it, it was on Netflix instant viewing at one time, Ed, but it is no longer on there. But this is one, you know, Netflix DVDs, that one be there if you go into target or best buy you know a lot of people don't buy like buying movies on a whim but you know i see this movie in stores still like you know everywhere it's easy sure. accessible you know? sure sure uh, d d definitely a, a good pick and and a, and a good recommend to share to other people as well because it's such a unique kind of film and from beginning to end you're just thinking 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 and still again watching it like you know another time it's Damn, this is this is a fun movie. It was really, really fun. It's a really fun movie, and it's one like I feel like how you and I are talking about now. It opens for a lot of more discussion than maybe some other movies would. I remember when my friend and I saw this. I mean, this is one we talked about for more than just like, oh, that was good. You know, right, right, right. Like you yeah. actually could have a discussion about how cool it is. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. De definitely. So, yeah, yeah, it was great. So all right, okay. So everyone. Um, I hope you enjoyed our commentary on Identity. Uh, if you have not seen it, that is a high recommend. Tune into Identity, and we will recommend another hidden gem to you 
Yeah, soon. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the, the, to really find out what we're doing, check us out on Facebook, Hated Gems Podcast. Oh, hey, Ryan, I think we're on Apple. Right? And Ed, we are now on Apple I, uh, iTunes under Hi, the Apple pop. Just go to your podcasts and uh, uh, type in Hidden Gems Podcast, and you could see me and Ed up there, and uh, we'll be adding future <laughs> podcasts to <Yeah>. it. <laughs> so listen, you know, rate, review. I mean, I, I definitely say this is probably like – you know, when we got live on Apple, it's like, all right, time to spend some money on this. Let's get a real mic, right? Instead of using the headphones and stuff. Okay. Stuff. All right. Ed. All right, Ed. Well, we'll see you next time, Ed. All right, Ryan. Very good. Bye. Show me the money. There's no place like home. James, I'm gonna make him an offer, Captain. I'll be back. You can't handle the truth. Go ahead. Make my day. Good morning, Vietnam! Roads? We're going, we don't need roads. We have a problem. This is Sparta! You shall not pass! Why so serious? I am serious. Now don't call me sure. I'm the king of the world! You're